Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Friday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlick and McLean podcast presented by Ingalls, the official supermarket of Gramlick and McLean. Week three. Mac three is my favorite number for a variety of reasons. Great number. Of course. Um, but week three, <laughs> we've got a ton of games again because we don't have um, ACC teams really playing each other at this point. We don't have any this week, I believe. So we are back on the grind of a bajillion games, and it's some really good ones. So this should be a good week. No, no question about it, KG. We do have one, and I'm scrolling frantically to try to find it. Which game uh, is it? Somewhere. somewhere oh, Florida somewhere, State, somewhere, Boston somewhere, College. Somewhere. Duh. Yes, Duh. of course. Which, you know, I understand why you didn't remember that game because um, <sighs> it's going to be brutal. But we'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, I am excited, KG, mostly because as you guys are watching this, actually, that's not true. As you're watching this, I am probably in a wedding. Uh, which, yay, very excited. <laughs> One of our great friends is getting married. Um, now, when she told us she was getting married in the fall, I kind of... You're like, uh, what? What was that? When? <laughs> when did you say? Uh, but it worked out. It worked out perfectly. So a Friday ceremony. Cannot wait. It's going to be beautiful. Amazing. Uh, shout out to Carson and Clausen for getting that done. Very excited. But then, KG, at approximately, do some quick math, 2 a.m. in the morning, I will be pulling into Tigertown. And I'm so excited to be back home. We have not been here since 2019 on a Thursday night, the first ever game That's right. yeah. on the network. And we're back, baby. And I can't wait. So I'm very excited. Very excited for the week. You have been everywhere except Clemson. Like literally yes. every yes. other place in the ACC. Probably multiple and we tried. Times. We tried. We tried to come to Clemson. I don't know what happened. It depends on who you talk to. It was somebody else's fault. But we're here finally. We're here. I know you are excited. And if you've ever, I, I wish for our listeners that one day you could walk around Clemson with Mac. It's like walking around Clemson <laughs> with Thomas Green Clemson or the mayor or whatever. Yeah, that's basically, I know he's, he, yeah, RIP, but that's what it's like. So Mac, I know you're going to have a great time. And yeah, it's yes. Clemson FAU. We'll, we'll get to that game. It's not in our big game <laughs> breakdown. Sorry, Owls. Um, but the spread in that game, I find very, very interesting. Before we get into our big game breakdown, Mac, we have told people that you and I both, we, we feel kind of old. You know, we've hit that 30 mark, which, whew, I mean, that, that'll hit you right in the face. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Ingalls is double our age. They're 60 years Whoa. old as a grocery store. And um, I mean, it just shows. They know what they're doing. They're like a well-oiled <laughs> machine. They know what they're doing way more than Mac and I do at half their age. And they pride themselves in their organics, Mac. They have great... That's right. um, relationships with local farmers. And that's why we love Ingles. It's the best part about it. I didn't know where you're going with that age thing there, but I'm glad that you landed the plane uh, beautifully. It was I don't know what I'm trying to say, actually. Stupendous. I was trying to say splendid and stupendous and splendendous. Well, thank you so much. Uh, all in the same word. But uh, yeah, words are hard sometimes. <laughs> but you know, it's not hard going to Ingalls, guys, because they have all the organics, like KG said. Uh, they actually have more organics and sell more organics than any other store. That's one of my favorite things. You guys have heard us talk about the produce section so much. It is loaded pop in with the freshest produce. And as you said, they work with local farmers. And that's important to me, Yeah, uh, especially with what state you're in. South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, so on and so forth. They're using that community 
right then and there. And also, KG, this is what I love, the convenience of the curbside pickup. Mm -hmm. Place your order, roll up, hit hit the horn twice, beep, beep. They'll come right out and uh, drop off everything you need. So before we jump into our Friday episode, let's get a quick message from our friends over at Ingles. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingles Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingles personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Mac, it is time for our big game breakdown. We have four games in this section this week. And one of those is Pitt, West Virginia. If you missed our Pitt, West Virginia preview episode on Wednesday, Go listen to that. We'll also hit on it in this big game breakdown. Let's start with this one, Mac. I feel like this week is the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Like, do you see that? I mean, there's so many ACC (laughs) Big Ten games. So let's start with this one. Louisville is playing Indiana at noon on Big Ten Network in Lucas Oil Stadium. So this is not in Bloomington. This is in Indianapolis. So I think you'll still have some Indiana fans, but that's also pretty close to Louisville. So you'll have Louisville fans going up there. And Indiana, you probably remember them because of week one. They played Ohio State, and they held Ohio State to 23 points. They only scored three. They are kind of struggling to figure out who their quarterback is. They played two quarterbacks in their most recent game. So that's interesting with Indiana. They don't really know who they are offensively. And I think Louisville does somewhat know who they are offensively. They're running the ball Mm -hmm. really well with Joar Jordan and uh, Jack Plummer in there running the offense. And, yeah, they're coming off a feel-good game, but they also scored a bunch of points against Georgia Tech. So – Indiana's defense has looked pretty good. They held Ohio State 23, as I said. But this Louisville offense, I think there's an advantage there against Indiana's offense. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I think what's interesting is, yes, you know, Indiana did work against Ohio State, right? Like they, they did a really good job and held them to a very low number, not what we're used to seeing or expect from an Ohio State team. But one could argue Ohio State isn't no, hasn't been the same as, as a lot of people like. And I was actually watching um, – a great new show on our network, uh, the, the ESPN Family Networks, uh, the Pat McAfee show. And he was saying, like, Ohio State fans don't even like Ohio State's team right now. So they might be dealing with some issues. Kind of sounds um, like Clemson fans. Uh-oh, don't tell anybody. Um, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, don't put too much, you know, belief into that. But yeah. it is something certainly to keep your eye on. I think it also is interesting. It's a neutral site game. Mm-hmm. It is not at – Indiana, as you kind of mentioned there. So I think that that's important. When I look at this offense, though, KG, man, it, it has been unleashed early. Mm-hmm. And now I get the opponents. I think the Georgia Tech, the second half was – I think you can take a lot from that. Um, but I think what you, what you can kind of take from the Murray State game is this is a team that was expected to do that, and then they did. Yeah. Like that's a big difference, especially in today's world, which you never know. In the transfer portal, there's guys maybe they ball out at some you know smaller school – and, uh, you know, who knows, but these guys handle business and they look really good. They played nine freaking quarterbacks. Like, come on, what are we doing? That's crazy when you look at that. But, you know, the three J's uh, are balling and that's Jack Plummer, uh, Jawar Jordan and Jamari Thrash mm. there. It, it's been really fun to see them um, looking at Jamari. I mean, he is a guy that can take the top off. Uh, it can be a possession guy is big enough where he can go over the top. And he he's just what has been missing, I feel like from this Louisville team, especially the the Scott Satterfield era, 
um, of that guy that can take it off off the top and be a home run hitter. It was 2-2 Atwell, yeah. and then it was struggling to find who can be that guy. And I think Jamari certainly has showed that. He is just a freaky guy, averaging over 17 yards a catch. Um, but Jawar Jordan and the explosive nature that he has in that backfield. I mean, this dude has three 70-plus yard runs for touchdowns. One did got called back for a bogus holding call, mm-hmm. uh, but he did it. And that dude is freaky fast. I think he's going to be a big piece of this. And then just seeing, you know, kind of Jack Plummer and how can he continue to evolve and continue to be, you know, a big time deal in, in this offense here. Yeah, completely agree, Mac. I love the triple J's, the three J's. That's, <laughs> that's, right. that's excellent. That's a great marketing strategy there for Louisville. And here's another thing too. When you look at this game, Louisville's a 10 point favorite, as I said, in right. Louisville's last 10 games, so that goes back to the Scott Satterfield era, but still in their last 10 games, they're seven and three against the spread. So keep that in mind. And that's not even my crazy stat, Mac. Here's my crazy stat for this game. This game might be a little slower pace because Indiana is currently 130th out of 133 teams in plays (laughs) per game. And Louisville is only 89th in plays per game. Now, you know, it's only two games. It's a small sample size. But make your possessions count. That's what I'm gathering from that. And turnovers could be very, very costly in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the difference with that, though, KG, is you have one team that gets a lot of three and outs. You have another team that scores in two plays. Like mm. it's, it's a little bit it different True. ends of the point. spectrum. Yes, it, it's the same thing. And KG <laughs> stats and info, you're trying to trick us here. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, but it, it's a little bit different. So. I don't know how much you know grain of salt I, I would take with that, just because Louisville can score from such a far way away. I mean, they have so many one play, you know, scoring drives, which is super important. You know, what's funny, kind of about that. Uh, th- there was like this old adage, probably pre nineties. It might have still been around, kind of in the nineties. But pre-90s, the time of possession, I don't, I don't recall. Right? What is that? Mm-hmm. What is that? The time of possession was like vital to coaches. Yeah. Like they got the stat sheet, they look at that. Oh my gosh! No wonder we lost the game. They had it one more minute than us. Uh, where, you know, Coach Rick and the boys come to town and uh, run this fast break mm-hmm. offense. He doesn't give a flip about right, that. How right. many plays did I, how many points did I average per play? That's what they care about. And if that number was obviously super high because they're scoring in bunches. So that was kind of funny talking to him about when that transition happened mm. and, you know, the big plays. That's, that's all we care about. Let's be explosive and score some points. That is, you're you're 100% correct. And that was back in, in my day, Mac, uh, when old school Coach Kelly was saying, run the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's what you wanted to do. And <laughs> Coach Kelly thrived at Nebraska back in the yeah. 90s. Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah, I was on that staff. Um, good times. Okay, let's make a pick here, Mac. Uh, this, this game, God, I was going back and forth because 10 is a big number. And yeah, it's in Lucas Oil. I, I mean, I, we'll see. We'll see the split of fans, but I just haven't been inspired by what I've seen from Indiana. And I think Louisville can score. To your point, and I think the culture when when they got down against Georgia Tech, went into the half, came out and played like that in the second half, that mm-hmm. showed me something. So I'm going to take yeah. Louisville minus ten in this game. I'm taking yeah. the cover. I like that KG, and it, it's funny. I was doing you know some radio on Wednesday morning with Wes and EJ and. I was picking Indiana. Like I was set on it. And then I'm like talking the game through and I, I talked myself into taking Louisville. I'm taking the cards. I'm wearing the pink seat yeah. shirt. I'm feeling good. I'm representing those guys. Uh, so I'm going with the cards as well. I, I just think at the end of the day, Louisville's offense is good and it's explosive. Now this might be a, a great test and maybe the best test we've seen them go against, 
But I, I feel confident about a two-touchdown win here, mm. especially it being a neutral site. So like you, I'm walking with the cards. We will see who wins this ACC Big Ten Challenge. Speaking of, <laughs> let's go to our next game here, Mac. Minnesota at number 20, North Carolina. Minnesota. And by the way, we are recording this on Wednesday, so some of the spreads might have changed that we will reflect that on our Twitter picks. Uh, North Carolina is an eight-point favorite, 330 on ESPN. Minnesota has allowed 16 points in two games, Mac. So <laughs> take that with what you will. They beat Nebraska to start the year 13-10 to 10 in a good old rough-and-tumble Big Ten football game. And then they beat Eastern Michigan 25-6, to six, yeah. which honestly yeah. just sounds terrible. Like – Anybody who watched that, you you're related to one of the players. So the the big question with this back is does Minnesota have the offensive firepower? Because UNC can score and the defense has been better. I mean, yes, UNC hasn't necessarily been the prolific passing offense that we thought, but they're running the ball like crazy with Omar and Hampton. Yeah. Can yeah. Minnesota even score in that? Like you probably gotta score 30, Minnesota, and I'm not sure they can do that. Well, here's the deal. I've, I've got to ask you this first, based on everything you just said there. If something terrible happens and Jacob only gets an offer from a directional Michigan school, will you still watch? Like, because it sounds like maybe not. Why would he move up there? No, we'll we'll go preferred walk on at that point, Max. <laughs> okay, I like that. We can make a call. It's we can make cold. that happen for sure. Something bad must have happened if that's the only case. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the point. Look at Minnesota. I mean, we're talking about Nebraska, who. Colorado just walked the dog on, and I'm at, Colorado's a good team. Uh, at least I think they are up we to think. this point. And, I mean, Eastern Michigan, come on. What are we doing? Don't don't be playing directional Michigan schools. You know, we, we say that against Florida schools, but for a different reason, right, because they can beat you. <laughs> and those schools, it's just like, what are we doing? We don't, we don't want to do that. Western, Eastern, Northern, Southern, come on. You're, There's you so many Michigan, so directional Michigan the, schools. The, <laughs> right. The interesting thing is, uh, I only think half of those exist, but it sounds good. Um, the, the interesting piece is, you know, North Carolina was just in this game against App State, you know, where, where it's going to be a rock fight. Minnesota's going to try to run the football, have that gritty defense, try to hit you in the mouth. What can you do against it? Uh, and I think it prepares them perfectly. Now, this isn't that classic sleeper trap game right. like you and I were discussing. We're so dumb not to see so uh, with App State last week. Um I think the heels take care of business. And, and I'm interested to see the speed differential here, you know, the kind of the classic yeah. uh, ACC speed against the Big Ten, you know, can they keep up type of thing. Uh, and, and with Drake, I would like to see him kind of take off in a game mm -hmm. and, and, you know, kind of go for 300 plus, four or five touchdowns. But if they don't need to, they don't need to. And at the end of the day, you know, I know heels fans, all they care about is winning. And so it will be interesting. You know, what is Minnesota going to try to take away? And if it is the run and they load up the box, can the boys, the tight ends, Kobe Pacer, all these guys, uh, you know, can they get going? And is, is McCollum going to be back? My goodness, I'm yeah, waiting to seriously. see him. Uh, can, can they get going in the passing game? I think the answer is, is absolutely. Um, but I think Chip Lindsey and company, uh, Coach Lindsey, their offensive coordinator, they're, hey, whatever you want to give us, we'll gladly mm -hmm. take. And so I feel really confident with, with UNC with this one. It's so fascinating you say that, Matt, because UNC's at an interesting spot where are you really going into a game saying – Beat us with your arm, Drake May. Like that right. that's baffling <laughs> to me. But right. it's so good for UNC because they're showing they can mm -hmm. run the ball. And that's what they couldn't right. do last year. And not run right. it with Drake. Run it yeah. with these these backs. And British Brooks was out against App State and they still ran the ball like that. Yeah. So Yeah. And, and you know, the one thing I think is interesting about you saying that, KG, is it, it's kind of what average to good teams have to do. 
you have to take away one of them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's it's you know better for your defense if you can take away the run. Like I remember we played Boston College my senior year, and they they just loaded up the box. I mean, we, we tried we tried to run, but we're going against six seven. Like it just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to be able to do that. Deshaun Watson threw for like five hundred plus yards that day. So whatever you want to do, yeah, we can do the opposite. And, and so you're right, it is fascinating, but. I bet that's what Minnesota tries to do. Mm-hmm. So we both think UNC covers here, the eight. Yes. Yep. Pretty low number. Yep. It actually has moved. It was at seven uh, this, now it's at uh, eight. Wednesday morning, and now it's up to eight. And who knows, it might move again by uh, by the time this releases. Here's the other thing to look at. And we don't talk too much about totals. I'm much more interested in the actual number. But totals are, you know, fair game. The total in this game is 50. And my crazy stat is Minnesota's 0-2 against the spread this year because, I mean, 13-10 mm-hmm. to 10 at 25-6. to 6. And the under has very much hit in every one of their games. (laughs) So I think the 50 number is so interesting because if you're saying, okay, let's say UNC scores 30-something, but can Minnesota, you know, pick up their side of the bargain? That's, I don't know. I doubt it. I honestly doubt it. Yeah. And it is funny too. I'm I'm actually, I'm looking at these team stats, these team comparisons right now. And Minnesota only giving up 92 passing yards a game. I mean, that's that's pretty fascinating. So do they actually switch everything I just said and, and try to see, stay oh, back in coverage? It's going to be fascinating. That's going to be that's so Big Ten, right? Like, right, right. You're giving that uh, like when we always talk about all these defenses in the Big Ten. Well, look at the offenses. Uh, don't don't get me started on this, Mac. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> Let's go to another ACC Big Ten challenge game. Syracuse. Oh wait, there's more. There's more. Syracuse at Purdue. Syracuse is a two and a half point favorite. Seven thirty p.m. on NBC. This is the Big Ten's prime time game on NBC yeah. this weekend. Yeah. So a lot of eyes for Syracuse. And the big question: I went on a, the Syracuse one of the Syracuse radio shows yesterday, and I brought up Aronde Gatson, and they were like, "We don't know. No one knows." Dino has not been saying anything about Aronde Gadsden. and. Obviously, you'd love to have him for this game. What I was reading, he was in a boot in the the last game, and they were reporting that he hurt the other ankle. He had tweaked one ankle in camp, and mm, the ankle that gosh. he hurt in this other game was the other ankle. So mm. maybe that's better. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know which one would be better. Yeah. But Purdue's coming off the win over Virginia Tech. They did lose to Fresno State at home, which is odd. You know, that's a very weird split. And yeah. Purdue likes to run the ball, and we know Syracuse, they – did well against the run against Western Michigan, who was running it well. So can they hold right. up against the run? I think that's a big question in this game. Yeah, and, and it's going to be interesting, too, because they've given up so many passing yards, right? And, and Fresno State slinging it around. Can Garrett Schrader do that if Aronde Gatson's right. not out there? You know, th- that's what's going to be interesting to see because I think they have dudes. You know, when, when you look at this roster, when you look at the guys that they do have and, and guys that have, you know, stepped up and, and been valuable assets – you, you look at Big Hatcher, you look at Jones. Mm-hmm. Gatson's only third on their list. And again, I know he got hurt, you know, but they have guys that they feel capable and, and ready to go. Are they ready to go in this I type of spot? I still want to have Aronde Gatson there. <laughs> right. I mean, he's your best player. He's yeah. one of the best players in the league. So, you know, it, it was funny. At first, I was kind of going back and forth, and, and I really – I just didn't feel great about it. But I think Garrett Schrader is to the point now, Kelly, mm-hmm. where – like he's good enough. He's, he's he, a he'll vet. get other guys going. He's a vet. He knows what to do. They're going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball. So I, I think they do get it done here. Awesome time slot. Great to be in prime time. And man, if you can dominate, what a message that mm-hmm. sends out, you know, to the country that Syracuse isn't messing around and, and they're for real. 
It's a good point. It's a very good point. And last year, of course, they played in the Dome, and Syracuse won by three, 32 to 29. Walk-off. Yeah, game-winner touchdown That's right. to Aronde. The, to Aronde. To Aronde, of course. The number is two and a half. And here's my crazy stat, Mac. Purdue Ooh. is 0-5 versus the spread in their last five home games. They don't like playing at home, Mac. I'm taking Syracuse. That that crazy stat pushed me over the edge. Syracuse minus two and a half. <laughs> well, I didn't even know that, and I'm taking Cuse. Yeah. You know, I, I think they I'm confident they win by a field goal. Like, come on. They're, come they're on. doing that. I think that Schrader, again, too good, gonna get it done. Um, love that we're gonna put a very nice capital uh, you know, exclamation point on this Big Ten challenge in the nightcap for all the Big Teners to see on NBC. Let's get it done. But wait. There's more. There are oh, no. a lot more ACC Big Ten games, but not in our big game. <laughs> That's the last now. one, though. That's the last one. That'll be the last one people That's see. That's true. At from night. a regard yeah, yeah, yeah. to a timing standpoint. Great point. Great point. Okay, our final game in the big game. Breakdown again. This full preview on Wednesday. Go check it out with Pat Bostic. He told some awesome stories. Pitt at go. West Virginia, 7.30 p.m. on ABC, the Backyard Brawl. This line has been fascinating, Mac. Pitt opened as a favorite. It went to even. And now West Virginia is a one-point favorite in this football mm-hmm. game. And Pat Bostic really told us everything we need to know about this game. Pitt, frankly, looked terrible. I mean, especially in the first half against <laughs> Cincinnati. They just th- – that was not Pitt football. It was very puzzling. But the big question in this game, as as Pat Bostic was saying, was can they establish the run? Can they stop the run? Can this D-line look like a Pitt D-line? But mm-hmm. what I'm more interested in, Mac, is Phil Dracovic. And his stat line from the Cincinnati game, 10 for 32 for 179, three touchdowns. I've almost never seen this, Mac. You, your, touch, your TD number is almost the same as your yards per attempt, 5.6 yards per attempt. That's crazy. He's yeah. got to be better. Yeah, has to be. And can he be is the question. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really fascinated this game because I, I think that the environment is going to be nuts. Yeah. It's a night game, ABC, primetime. Uh, you know, th- th- these fans are going to be going crazy and there's going to be couches burning everywhere, you know, uh, middle fingers galore telling you you're number one, uh, <laughs> all kinds of who know what. And uh, I don't feel good about it. I really don't, especially being this close. It's essentially a pick on. Yeah. I-, I think that West Virginia Wyatt rides the wave. Mm. I think that the lines of scrimmage, it, it, not saying it's going to be bully ball, but that's what West Virginia is going to try to turn it into. And if we saw anything last week, it's that Pitt right now just isn't comfortable doing that. So as much as it pains me, mm. I'm going with West Virginia here. Uh, you know, and, and it's crazy the way this line has moved. It'll be fascinating to see if it grows even more because that's a pretty significant yeah. you know, turnaround in, in just a couple hours. Exactly. Mac, I'm I'm a little shocked by this. I'm taking Pitt. This is very un, uncharacteristic for us. Normally, I'm the pessimist a little bit. That's right. That's I just, right. I have to believe that Phil Dracovic can be better. And here's what I like about this. Pitt did look a lot better in the second half. They can yeah. build on that. It's not like they had a great first half and then a stinker second half. So I think they can build on that. The environment does terrify me, Mac, for, for this game for Pittsburgh. But I've got to believe in the Narduz. I think the coaching matchup here is definitely in Narduzzi's favor. And I think yeah. both teams are desperate. I said this on Wednesday. Yeah. I think West Virginia, I think Neil Brown's coaching for his job, perhaps. But Pitt now is is as desperate. I mean, it's coming off a bad loss to Cincinnati. So I'm taking yeah. the Panthers, but I hope who knows. I hope man. and pray, KG. But we'll see. We will see. You know me, I'm a homer. Okay, let's get to our speed round. We've got three games in this category here, and then we'll give you some one pointers on the rest of the games. 
Clemson versus Florida Atlantic, 8 p.m. ACC Network. Mac and the boys will be there, the huddle. you got to watch. <laughs> Clemson right now is a 24-and-a-half point favorite. The, I feel like every time we talk about Clemson, it's just like, man, what are we going to see? We we don't really know. And I it feels like this is not a team that can truly beat you. Now, <laughs> I'm saying that. Who the heck knows? Numbers 24-and-a-half. But – you know, where you make those mistakes and they can make you pay like Duke. You made those mistakes against Charleston Southern. It didn't really matter. Can Clemson play a relatively mistake-free football game? Because at some point, Mac, and you and I talked about this, at some point it's not just, oh, shucks, these crazy things are happening to us. It's like <laughs> you're you're doing this a little bit to yourself. So we've got right. to see if, if Clemson can overcome that. Yeah, the, the turnovers right now uh, – they're not uncharacteristic because we don't know. That's yeah, all we know. It's a trend. About this. It's trend. It's trendy. Uh, let's get off the trend. I, I would love to see a very clean game, very similar to my my wishes from last week, but I'm going to add that as number one. Uh, would love to see it clean. Uh, no silly mistakes. Look, if you're, if you're throwing a competitive pass, 50-50 ball, and guy makes a great play, is what it is. Understand it. But the silliness right, right. Uh, that we have seen – from these turnovers and just quite frankly, how bad they are. And you got to eliminate those, you know, and, and hopefully that's, you know, learning curves and, and mistakes that were made in a win is good. Uh, but then you made a lot of mistakes and you lost too in, in game one. So confident that Clemson in this one rolls um, night game in a Valley is different yeah. as, as you well know, uh, those guys are going to be juiced. They're going to be excited. And I, I think we see that offense get really explosive. I, I expect Cade to push the ball downfield. I think and continue to think that he grew in that game mm-hmm. and we saw him play better in that game. Uh, would love to see, you know, Will Shipley again continue to be a guy. And then just the depth of Clemson. I, I was very, um, not surprised, encouraged by, you know, the twos and threes when they got in there. You know, they did their job. They looked very effective. And it, it was fun to see that. Hope to see those guys get the opportunity. And then defense, you know, really should just feast. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this is going to be an offense that's going to try – to be big, you know, fast tempo. They've got a big offensive line. Uh, but I think Clemson needs to really flex their muscles, especially going into that game four or week week four yes, exactly. uh, with FSU on the horizon, a noon game, which I know a lot of people are disappointed about. Um, but I think Clemson needs to make a statement and, and feel very confident. Kind of similar game plan, KG, in regards to length of time, uh, as K should be playing well in the third quarter mm-hmm. again thinking that oh, everything yeah. kind of goes Clemson's way. I think you at this point you want to get K just as much game experience as reasonably possible. Have to. You don't want to play him you if it's to. a yeah. you know 50 point game or something towards the end. But yeah, I think you're exactly right and leading into Florida State. This is your last game before Florida State. So, can you continue to build that cohesion? Can you continue continue to build that confidence? The confidence is so important as we've talked about with this team so many times. Yeah. And I do think Clemson covers in games like these Generally, the depth of the twos and threes, that's why you get the cover if for a team like Clemson. So I think right. Clemson covers the 24 and a half, but you got to not not really make a statement to the country because I think pretty much all of the country is going to be picking Florida State in that game next sure. week. But for your own psyche, for your own confidence, I think that's what that's why you need to play well in this game. <laughs> yeah, and you, you want to know another interesting thing? I was kind of just looking around the numbers universe, and this is a dangerous place. Oh, no, it's dangerous. Clemson is one of two teams who leads or is in the top 10 of the country in yards gained and yards allowed. I mean, they're playing at a high level. It's just some silly mistakes 
that have really hurt them. Who do you think the other team is in that top 10? I'll give you a hint. They're in the ACC. I mean, would it not be Florida State? Not Florida State. One more guess. Yards gained and yards allowed. Yeah, so really good defense, really good offense. Hold on. Hold on. I need, I need think, to guess. Think about, think about who people have played. Oh, Duke. No. They had Clemson. Clemson, it killed them yard-wise. Oh, duh. Syracuse. 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 Okay. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Fascinating. So Go Clemson it, averaging Syracuse. 551 yards per game. That's I mean, insane. that's nuts. That's insane to look at. So how can you play a clean game? Listen, I, I don't quite care about score. I'd love to see the score is right, what it is. Right. But playing a clean game to me is the number one objective, number one most important, and then shots downfield. Those are the two things I really just want to see from these Clemson Tigers. And stay healthy, obviously. That's always a caveat yes, with these course. games. Mac, would be nice. I would argue, honestly, similar discussion with this next game. Florida State at Boston College. Florida State's a 26-point favorite noon on mm-hmm. ABC. So Florida State back-to-back, nooners on the road. That's interesting. <laughs> and, you know, BC has really struggled. BC's, BC's down bad. All right, we know that. Florida State, the, when you think of, Mac, when I, I – Florida State fans are going to get so triggered by this, and I'm so sorry. It's just the uh-oh, first thing I thought uh-oh, of. Uh-oh. When I think of the kind of the end of the most recent Florida State dynasty, I think of when they went up to Boston College and got, like, blown out, maybe 2016, 2017. So this is – you're going back. I mean, you've been back since. This is a handle-your-business game, right? Go up there, handle your business. Boston College has really looked very bad. And, again, stay healthy. But, you know, continue to send that message to the country – that you are, as Eric McLean says, the best team in the country. One, we are number one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it, KG. You know, again, I keep referencing radio. Sorry, it's it's a fun time. Make sure uh, you're listening. EJ West Durham. Yeah, you got to tune in, guys. Come on, you got to check it out there on SiriusXM. Um, we call it three wide. It's a lot of threes. A lot of threes in my life. Uh, Y'all that's would. what we do there. <laughs> Y'all would. Um, EJ jokingly said that FSU would cover in the first half. Maybe he said the first quarter. One of the two. Uh, but e- I think he's right. Matt, EJ's right. gotten real confident, hasn't he? Just wait for week four. Can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait. It's going to be beautiful. Honestly, no, but Max, seeing what EJ has had to go through, I'm happy That's for him. Right. He, deserves, <laughs> he deserves. He He was pretty blunt about how I've been whipping his tail since we've been on and this And I know network, you've so. been, you have been oh, yeah. so humble oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> he, he's ready for this moment if it comes. We'll see. Maybe you got to wait till next year or later in the year. We don't know. Um, but – when I see this game, uh, there is a matchup I can't wait to see, actually. There, there is kind of a silver lining in this beatdown that I think is going to occur. Uh, Braden Fisk mm. and company on that defensive line versus my guy Christian yes. Mahogany. Um, number one, it, it is unbelievable opportunity for, for uh, you know, Mahogany, for Christian to solidify you know, his first-round ability mm-hmm. by going against these guys and dominating um, and then number two, vice versa, it's a great opportunity for those guys to go against a first-round pick and to ch- try to continue their draft and their stock and, and their film. Uh, so that, that's going to be fun. A lot like Clemson-Duke uh, with those lines of scrimmage battles. I can't wait to see this one. But, I, again, the overall depth of Florida State, defense is playing with their hair on fire. Offense, I mean, my gosh, it, it's stealing at this yeah. point, the things that they can do. If I have one key, though, for Florida State, and not key, thing I want to see – is eliminating drops. Mm. They have had some key drops at very vital moments in that LSU game, which did not matter. And they had some in this past game that we were at uh, against Southern Miss. They had a lot. They had like seven yeah. drops. That's a ton. Um, so can we clean that up, get those yards back? Let's add to the stats. Let's get some more points. But I think this one, KG, is going to be a blowout. I also just want to see FSU, you know, we're back. We're playing to that standard. 
We're not going to yes. go up to sleepy Boston College at noon and let right. BC hang around, right? We're going to yeah. go up there and, and yeah. be Florida State. So I want to see that. 100%. Well. Okay, last game in our speed round, last ranked game here. Number 21, Duke is hosting Northwestern, 330 on ACC Network. Duke's an 18 and a half Bowl. point Let's favorite. Go. The Nerd Bowl, indeed. <laughs> Northwestern hasn't looked as bad, I think, as everyone kind of assumed they would with the whole right. uh, offseason scandal. And of course, the Duke defense has only allowed 14 points this whole year. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this, Matt. You can give me more in-depth analysis. Here's where I'm coming from. I'm taking Northwestern to cover. I think that Vegas is very, they're just going to say, okay, Northwestern, because, and people are going to be betting on Duke because they're going to say Northwestern had all those issues, whatever. And I think Duke is good, but I think the Clemson game and, you know, Duke fans or whoever's going to say, okay, Homer, I I think the Clemson game was really fluky. Mm. It was really fluky. So we're uh, we're giving them. You just keep going. Just hold on. Keep going. though. I'll be right back. Keep going. Oh, okay. All right. Um, But we're giving them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. And saying they are truly twenty-one points better than Clemson, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really I think so, Mac. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And guess what? Here we go. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> These guys, Riley's offended. Riley might not ever come on our we, show again. We I hope love he Riley this. though. Bit, sub- love Duke Riley. still wins. Don't get me wrong. Duke still wins, but Northwestern covers. No. Duke dominates. I think they kill these boys. I think that okay. the guys go nuts. I think offensively, you know, Riley's throwing it all over the yard, kind of similar to Drake. I'd love to see him have a really big game here, uh, and, and I think he can. And then just, you know, defensive, they're going to kill these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. They're averaging 98 yards per game running the football. Okay. They're going to get destroyed. All right. They're going to get destroyed by Duke. All right. Anyway, love you guys, but not wearing that again. Get that out of here, um, especially after what you, you did to me. Was that hard Yeah, that hurt you? my soul to do that. I love wearing other people's stuff, but not after that. That was rude. Um, <laughs> that was anyway, rude. yeah, come on. Duke's going to do their thing. Come okay. On. Duke wins. Duke wins. <laughs> and I, I say Duke wins by two scores, but 18 and a half? Not, not three. Not three scores. 18 and a half? <laughs> yeah. 21 plus. They beat Clemson by 21. That, You're telling me they can't beat That's what I said when you were going to get your hat. They, they're not, I heard you. They're not 21 heard you. points better than Clemson. You. Clemson fumbled twice they on the one-yard line. They were that night. They were that night. Yeah, that night. <laughs> okay. Well, again, the ACC Big Ten Challenge continues somehow. It's not over yet, Mac. It just continues. Okay. How many games? Give me real quick right, before we go to the one-pointers. How many UVA, games? UVA, Maryland, we're getting to that. Virginia Tech, Rutgers, yep. we're getting to that. Duke, Northwestern, uh, Purdue, Syracuse, Minnesota, North Carolina, Louisville, Indiana. Six. Seven. Six. Seven. Where did Magic Seven come from? Uh, six games. What What's the ACC's record in that? Before you, you don't have to specify. We already did some. Well, I think in the in the big game breakdown, they win all three. I think Duke wins, um, and then we're getting to these in the one pointers. I'm going five and two. Okay, five or excuse me, four and two. Four and I'm two. Going four I keep and wanting two to add well. this magical I'm going four one. And two as well. I don't know where that one keeps. I don't coming know where from. it is coming from. Uh, four and two. Four and two. All right. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Sorry. One pointers. Quick thoughts on these games. And one of these is Virginia Tech at Rutgers. Rutgers is a seven-point favorite, 330 on Big Ten Network. I saw our guy I'm – really, I'm very worried about this game. I saw our guy Grant Wells was throwing today. Yes, I saw that practice. too. He wasn't practicing. He was throwing in practice. Ollie Jennings also out. Mm, I hate that. Rutgers covers. Rutgers maybe blows him out. Okay. No, I, I think Rutgers right. covers, but – Release drones. Release them. I would love to see Release it. I'm fascinated to see what the game into plan. the air. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
Maybe on the ground. Well, Dr- ground drone. You know what I mean. Ground <laughs> you know what I mean. Okay. Wake Forest <laughs> at Old Dominion. Wake's a 14-point favorite noon, ESPN2. Mac, yeah. this is not the powerhouse Old Dominion like they were last year. <laughs> They're missing their guy. I think that Wake Forest goes up here. What's the spread? 14, 14 right now. I think Mitch is too good. He looks amazing. I mean, his deep ball is so sick. But kind of what I was begging for, and they did it against an SEC opponent. Uh, there's a logo on their chest, but that's about it. Uh, they ran the ball like crazy. Yeah, they did. And I think if they can continue to do that, I mean, if this team can average – you know, like 165, 170 on the ground in every game. I know they, they're they well over that right now. I think they win a lot of football games because that is such a key thing. Uh, I feel really good about Wake. I think they continue to ground and pound and, and just dominate. And my guy, Carney, is back. Younger brother. I'm jacked up about this. Can't wait to see it. Tate, is his name Tate? Mm-hmm. Tate Carney? No, well, K- oh, Cade was the older brother. Tate? Yes, Cade is the older yeah. brother. I think she's looking up. Hold on. Sorry, Tate, if that's not your name. That sounds um, right. It's Carney. Your name's Carney from now on forever. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. It's taking forever. Everyone's or looking. As Mac does. It's embarrassing. My guy, Big Carney. Big- <laughs> Don't be telling my secrets, Kelly. <laughs> okay, here. it is Tate. Why did I second guess myself? We had it's it. It's Tate. Yeah, I, I knew it. it. Grand knew Slam. It. Big Tate fan. Big Tate fan. Okay, we both think weight covers there. But yes. again, why are you playing at Old Dominion? That's a conversation for another Why are you day. playing at Old Dominion? Don't yeah, like exactly. It. Don't like it. I mean, why are you playing at all, honestly? Okay, Georgia <laughs> Tech at number 17, Ole Miss. 7.30 p.m. on SEC Network. <laughs> Ole Miss is an 18-point favorite. Here's the thing. When I first saw the number, I'm thinking Georgia Tech plus 18. Like, not even really thinking about it. But then you looked at it, last year. Well, I know what happened last year. But last year is so different. Georgia yeah. Tech is a completely different program, okay. completely different team. I'm digging it. What's worrying me is that this game's in Oxford at night. Yeah. You know, I think that there will be a, a raucous crowd and quite the environment. Yeah. I'm still going to do it, Mac. Georgia Tech plus 18. Yes. I think they cover. They got Haynes King. Haynes yeah. dealing. Haynes is a top four quarterback right now in the ACC. Ooh. This dude is bowling. Yeah. Bowling. I, I want to see it. I'm, I'm very – this could be – Georgia Tech, like, I don't think they win. Yeah. And they don't need to go win necessarily. I mean, obviously, you'd love to win. But go out there and look good. That that would be a step in the right direction for Georgia Tech. Listen, this dude's throwing it like 67%, 600 yards, leading the ACC in touchdowns. He's balling. I feel good. I, I am picking them okay. to cover as well. Like you said, I'd love to see a win. That'd be a heck of a uh, That'd be massive. underdog story. That would story. send a message. Send a big old message. But yeah. I, I don't know if I'm quite going there, but I do think they cover for sure. And I think it looks competent as they play in this game. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, Virginia at Maryland, Friday, 7 o'clock on FS1. Maryland's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> Virginia is going back to Tony Musket at quarterback. Yeah. UVA is also allowing 447 yards per game. I am taking Maryland to cover. I am too, and I think Maryland might uh, – it might be a beat down here because, you know, Talia is playing at a super high level. They're running the ball very effectively. Offensively, they're just playing at a high clip right now, averaging – you know, right about 500 yards of offense per game. I, I didn't love when Musket was in there, just the way it looked. Now, it wasn't a, a, yeah. a you know a true full chance. Like, I know he got hurt against Tennessee. And it was against Tennessee. Which is a great team. Yeah. So maybe he lights it up. We'll see. Uh, but I loved what I saw, you know, last week with Calandria and thought that, man, he made some plays, you know, to really keep them in the game and, and get do it big. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going Maryland. It might get out of hand here. All right, last one. NC State is hosting the Virginia Military Institute at 2 o'clock on the CW Network. 
The only thing I want to see here, there's no spreads. So we're not picking that. The only <laughs> thing I want to see is I want to see NC State run the ball. That's all I ask for, Mac. Yes. That's all I want. Nice. I would love to see that. I would love it's to not see much. Them I'm not asking for much. Throw the ball and catch the ball. That would be cool. Well, that too. No that turnovers. Nice. Just off. Just get the offense going. That, that's what I want to see from these guys. Uh, Brennan's too good. Coach and I is too good. I need to see that from them. Are there are there some games we missed? Do we need to go back and pick some of these? Did we say them all? No, we did them all. Did we? I felt like we Miami. Some. Well, we're recording this in the past, so in the future, Miami has beaten Bethune. But yeah, don't they don't really even know. have a spread. Um, How? Hold on, let me keep going through here. You didn't pick Duke. Who'd you pick, Virginia and Rutgers? You pick Rutgers. Virginia Tech, Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Mm, I thought there was one we missed. Maybe not. Anyway, I feel good about. it. I think we're good. I feel good. Picks will be on Twitter. <laughs> they are forthcoming, and we'll adjust the lines how they adjust. That's right. Um, Mac is winning right now. Mac's eleven and six. I'm ten and seven. I won last year. Let's not forget. And uh, I'm coming for you. Winning on the podcast. Winning on TV. Winning on radio. Winning in life. Just making a lot of people money. Okay, that's what I'm trying to do. Don't listen because I'm bound to have a blow up week. Sorry if you, <laughs> if you do listen, you lose a lot of money. Uh, that's it for us though. Awesome Friday, big weekend of games. Cannot wait. But next week, it's go time. Oh it's yeah, this time. is like our little opening act, that's if right. you will. Opening act because next but week's also, gonna be a lot of fun. What is what does Dabo always say? The games. You don't think the game's big until you lose it. <laughs> don't lose. Don't lose. Uh, but we're going to have some amazing guests next week. Y'all are going to love the Wednesday episode. Monday, of course, we'll break it all down. And then Friday, we'll talk about it all. Oh, Cannot yeah. wait, guys. Tune in. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, big shout out to Ingles. Could not do a lot of this stuff without them. Got some really fun stuff coming down the line with Ingles as well. Y'all just stay tuned. Get over to YouTube. You got to see this stuff because it's going to be a lot of fun. We need you to subscribe over there. Those numbers have been awesome. Leave some comments. It's fun to interact with you guys there. And, of course, over on Apple Podcasts as well, the OGs, rate, review, subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that. But until next time, we'll see you all.